Marlene Hutchinson, and welcome to Tips for Guitar Playing Success. As many of you know, I've been sharing my guitar playing tips every Thursday for more than eight years. It's been my way to hopefully help you stay motivated, be inspired, and continue expanding your guitar playing journey. If you're interested in more learning resources like my Thursday Tips blog, my DVDs, books, virtual learning, and more, go to my website, marlenesmusic.com. And for anyone who's listening and feels like you're missing out on all the fun, you can easily join our wonderful world of guitar with my Learn to Play Guitar in a Day program, which you can also find at marlenesmusic.com. Now on to today's tip. Today's tip is how to use a capo. If you've ever seen a guitarist play, then you've probably noticed at some point in the performance what looks like a funny looking device on the neck covering the strings. That funny looking device is a capo, C-A-P-O. It's generally pronounced capo, although way back when, when I was learning to play guitar, my instructor, who was from England, pronounced it capo. So to eliminate any confusion, capo, capo, I decided to do a little research on the pronunciation. And as it turns out, both ways are correct. However, most guitarists refer to it as a capo. Grammar lesson aside, let's talk about what a capo is and what it's used for, the different types of capos, and how you can easily incorporate using one into your playing. A capo is a clamp type of device that is placed tightly over the strings to basically shorten the string vibration length. When you shorten the strings, you're changing the musical key. And to touch on just a little bit of music theory, each fret represents a half step musically. So when using it, you're changing the sound a half a step or more depending on where you place the capo. For example, here I'm strumming without using the capo. Now I'm gonna place it on fret one, and this is what it sounds like. And here it is on fret two. And fret three. Here's fret four. As you could hear, the sound changed with each fret placement. One of the main reasons you might want to use a capo is to change the key of the song you're playing so it fits your voice better. For example, you might be playing a song using A, E, and D, but find that it's a little too high or low for your voice. By placing the capo on one of the frets, and you can experiment with that, placing it on different frets and playing the song. But by placing the capo on one of the frets, you can still play the same chords, A, E, and D, but they will sound a little different and that may fit your voice better. Here's A, E, and D without the capo.
Now I'm going to put the capo on the first fret and let's hear how that sounds. And here it is on the second fret. By the way, you can place it on any of the frets. I'm just using these frets as an example. You'll generally find that you may use the capo up to about fret 6 or 7, but most likely you'll be using it somewhere in the range of the first 3 or 4 frets. There are many brands and types of capos, and they can cost somewhere in the range of $15 to $30. There are elastic capos, but I don't really recommend them because you don't get a super strong clamp on the strings and you might get a frustrating string buzzing sound. There are spring-loaded metal capos that basically clamp onto the neck of the guitar, sort of like a super strong clothespin. I like these because you get a strong clamp on the strings and when not using it, they clip onto the headstock so you'll know where it is. There's also a metal capo design that goes on sort of like a hair barrette. You place the metal bar over the strings and then hook or lock the clip into place on the back of the neck of the guitar. It works equally as well as the spring-loaded one. The way you use a capo is to place the bar or arm of the capo over all six strings in the desired fret. I like the placement to be in the middle of the fret. To put the capo in place, you'll open the capo and then be sure all six strings are covered and then also make sure that none of the strings are bent. Then clamp it onto your guitar neck. As a note, if you decide to move your capo to another fret, always release the capo and move it. Don't slide it in its clamped position. Once your capo is in place, you'll notice that the strings from the capo to the head are now muted and dead, like this sound. Almost sounding harp-like. That's because the capo blocks the string's vibration from going beyond it or towards the head of the guitar from where it's placed. For playing purposes, when you use the capo, things will change slightly. Not the shape of the chord, but where you actually put your fingers. Because when you put the capo on a fret, then moving forward of that fret, that's where the first fret will start. So the fret bar that's right in front of or forward of the capo is now considered the nut, and then the first fret would be just beyond that. So when you're fingering, for example, the A chord, your second fret is now two frets in front of the capo. So that means that you'll be able to do the same fingerings for any of the chords you know how to play. And that means that any song you already know how to play, you can still play. And with the capo, the adjusted tone might make it easier for you to sing without having to learn to play different chords. One more thing, if you're playing with another guitarist and you're both using a capo, be sure you're both on the same fret. Otherwise, you're going to sound pretty lousy because you'll be playing in two different keys. 
Lastly, I want you to know that a capo is not absolutely necessary for your guitar playing life. You can certainly play without one and have a lot of fun, but it can add a wonderful dimension to your songs. I hope this episode's tip has helped you to continue expanding your guitar skills and knowledge. If you'd like to learn more, check out the many learning resources available at my website, marlenesmusic.com. Thank you for joining today's podcast. And as I like to say, play on. <laughs>